0: This week on the BAMFCAST, we're going on the Adkins diet, and that means raw beef. One star, we're in.
1: Alright, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! Hey, BAMFCAST! BAMFCAST! Bamfcast. Episode 567. Nice. Numbers keep going up. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm BJ. And what we do each and every beautiful episode of this here BAMFCAST is... But you go ahead and watch ourselves a hey, "quote unquote" bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about. Then they get ratings: good, bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. You go one of five jocks and a robot, robot jocks. Robot jocks. Yes, the pinnacle. Uh, however, there are bad bad movies. That stay away. They get a negative scale. One of five bags and some giant bags of trash. Boo. Geros. So we are. Uh, we, we are deep in yeah, Ninja. We ninja. In, uh, we're at the finale of Ninja we're January in already. Three inches of blood of Ninja, Ninja January, January, whatever. Well, I think we
0: said we were up to our knees in. Sure. Last, okay. Yeah. I guess week, we're so, hip deep in viscera yeah. now,
1: in the Ninja in January.
0: We didn't really have so much viscera last week, so maybe we didn't really
1: accumulate any more viscera from three ninjas. <laughs> uh, nah, not uh, really. I don't know. But uh, this Mid-dye. week, uh, we are just uh, keeping it simple. We are watching a movie called Ninja. But not Intervin Ninja or any other, just Ninja from 2009. The Scott Adkins, Boaz Davidson, Bulgarian thing. Yep.
0: I would like to know how many other movies are called Ninja.
2: Probably Surprisingly
1: few. few. Yeah. I think most people are probably like, we need to put something to differentiate it. Like,
2: There's uh, Ninja
1: 3, The
2: Domination. Right. Mm-hmm. But, however, I don't believe it's a sequel to Ninja. It is not, no. Yeah, Scott Atkins. I am trying to think of Bamfcast movies he might have been in. Extra, I believe you've had him show up, but I don't think he's been on Prime somehow.
1: I Thought we did one Prime movie. It's, it's again, I'm I'm the wrong person to ask because I can't. I'm surprised to remember we watched Three Ninjas last week. But when it comes to past Scott Atkins, like I said, it's a it's kind of a void. Mostly because he's kind of a void. Yeah, he's kind of. I mean, he's he's pretty good at punching and kicking people. I will say that. Like, clearly, he man, is very good. The man at that. has skills. Mm-hmm. But when you need him to say stuff, yeah, he's just he's a he's kind of a black hole of charisma. Uh, not like a good everything bagel kind of way. It's just I don't know. He's just bleh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's, he's he's a bland diet.
2: You know, it's kind of like I've said about Gary Daniels in the past, where it's just like Gary Daniels should have been bigger. And then like I'll watch a Gary Daniels movie and be like.
1: No, nah, I don't think so. Actually, yeah, he's, he's about right.
2: where he yeah. was supposed to be.
1: But I mean, that's the thing. Is like I at least with Gary Daniels, we've at least seen a movie where like holy fucking shit, that movie. I I have not. I don't think we've found that for for Scott Atkins yet. Like I mean, I don't know if he has one. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is like I feel like we've put that out there of like what is the one where it's like holy shit, Scott Atkins is amazing. What is that mm-hmm. movie? Like the funny thing is, I don't even remember the name of. The, the Gary, Daniels, Gary Daniels, Daniels one. Rage. Okay. I just, I remember we yeah. called it Glass Dismissed because he broke so many yeah. fucking p- yeah, r- of Yeah. Rage. Of right. Yeah. Rage. But yeah, I mean, that is the movie. Like, if you're like, what's the deal with Gary Daniels? Go watch Rage. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, fire up your email device and tell us at BMF yeah. at BMFcast.com. Mm-hmm. That's more of like a
2: PM Entertainment thing, too, not necessarily Gary Daniels. So I think Scott Adkins needed his PM Entertainment. Possibly. Instead, he's stuck with what is Boaz Davidson and Isaac Florentine, who de- who directed like ninety percent of his output. It seems like,
1: yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I I get kind of eh when I see Scott Atkins in the cast, but I don't prejudge a movie when I see Boaz Davidson as a producer. I'm like, fuck. But uh,
2: yeah, this is a very uh 2009 movie. Mm-hmm. It it's,
0: is possibly the most 2009 movie that I've seen.
2: Yeah. It it's, reeks
0: of everything happening in in movies in general, but also in cheap movies of the time.
2: Yeah. And it's going to sound really weird, but I've kind of missed that. There's a little know? bit of
0: nostalgia that's like, oh, yeah. hey, remember when we did that? But also remember that it was mostly awful. Like the, the whole speed ramping thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. The very early um, handheld push zoom. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, not, not zooming, but like... Uh, the- tracking in there are certain sort of thing.
1: i would like to you know i'm not a negative person when it comes to talking about movies however that that does seem to be well i mean i know what we do but i mean like <laughs> I, I i honestly genuinely try to find the good in things i don't want to harp on what's bad mm-hmm. you know it's just sometimes people like M. Night Shyamalan have a whole career so you know it, it sometimes feels <laughs> like it has to be said yeah. um but i would like to go through a list of Cinema Sins, like an actual cinema Sins and say, who are the people and what are the movies that fucked movies for a period of time? And clearly, Zack Snyder and 300 are one of them.
0: Correct. Oh, for sure. And yeah.
1: so is Paul Greengrass in any yep. fucking Bourne movie. So I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, this is a culmination of those two things done very badly. And, you know, you can go back to Tarantino. Tarantino fucked Hollywood for a while because we had to sit through a bunch of poorly written jibber jabber c- criminal speeches, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that was the thing. And so not everybody can write that. <laughs> They make it interesting, so... Yeah. Well,
2: I don't think this is the worst version of those things, yeah. but it is a very of-its-time version of those
1: things. Sure. Let's talk about the basic plot, I guess, yeah. first. I mean, I, I, think the, I think the main problem, besides the era and the filmmaking, is that, for some reason, people seem to be anti-writing a ninja movie with a good plot. And the thing is, is like... <laughs> This one is, like, you have two divergent ninjas. You have Scott Atkins, who's, like, the orphan... I mean, it's basically Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. It is really that fucking story. Because,
0: like, there's an orphan... It's a ninja tale as old as ninja time.
1: I mean, it's it's like an orphan ninja, and then the guy who's been there his entire life who thinks he's owed everything, but the mm-hmm. other guy is actually kind of better, and so he starts getting jealous, and also he's in love with the sensei's daughter, mm-hmm. and they're both in love with the sensei's daughter, so they've got that star-crossed Lovers
0: thing going. Yeah, he's not even better. He's just not a douchebag. Like... Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. just not a shitty human being.
1: I mean, uh, I, someone probably has the cast pulled up, but the 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 main antagonist in the movie I described him as an Asian Norman Reedus, which
0: I think is pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. he's got that reedy look. He's yeah. got. Wait, well, just so he, he looks
1: greasy and he has like odd angles to his face, but he's still angular. Like, I mean, he's chiseled, but like it feels like it was chiseled out of the wrong, you know, sculpt. Like, because Norma Reese has like cheekbones, but they feel like in the wrong place or something. You know, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. the boy's uh, head ain't right. Anyway, so you got you got those two people fighting over this J-pop girl. You know, whatever. I'm just saying she's very nondescript, uh, mm-hmm. and
0: she doesn't even have a photo on right. IMDb. Like she's. Yeah.
1: She's fine, but she is. She's fine. I'm she just is
0: a, she is a plot device.
1: Yeah, and then you got you know there's Sensei who's like does the you get out because you can't control yourself. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean he does have a speech
2: in the beginning that like you know basically laying out that Scott Adkins and Japanese Nor- Norman Reedus are the two best ninjas here, mm-hmm. but they both need to learn something that the other one has, which he never really specifies what it is. But from there on, it's just bad ninja glaring at Scott Adkins whenever. He's doing anything yeah. and then doing a whoosh as he leaves the room every time because the soundtrack must add a
1: whoosh. Yeah, lots of whooshies. I, I think Scott Adkins was missing um, anger because, I mean, like in this final Maybe. fight, like he kind of turns and he's like, oh, anger. And it's like, but, you know, in a better written movie that might have been spelled out a little better, but... Like, he was too in control. He was Well, he was too in control and too uh, compassionate to be a proper ninja, right. you know, and all this. And, like, so he needed a
0: little anger in his life, but he, not too he much. He just needed a little fury.
2: What happens is they end up having to do a duel at some point. I don't even know if it's a training thing. They're never really clear about it. But they have laid out that eventually one of them will take over the dojo. Mm-hmm. And they're doing this, this mock fight with, with their wood staffs. Not just big swords. Yeah, just yeah.
1: wooden swords.
2: And... They get to fighting intensely enough that Bad Ninja is trying to kill him.
1: Well, yeah, they like Like he he breaks the shattering the wooden sword, and then he's like trying to stab him with the sharp bits, and then just goes after and then just grabs a
2: sword from somebody and chucks it at him, Mm -hmm. and almost catches him in the head. And then Scott Atkins is able to pull that out of the sand as he's grabbed another sword from another guy mm-hmm. and is trying to kill him. And Scott Atkins slashes his face.
1: It, it's it's a strange uh, uh, speed ramp <laughs> um, from like oh I'm kind of jealous of you and like you're making eyes at the girl that we both have mm-hmm. a thing for to like I'm gonna fucking murder you. Like it is a yeah. it is a quick jump.
0: Does Japanese Norman Reedus even does he have a thing for her? I think so because I mean he's he well all right so
1: there's a not to jump around on the plot, but there's a scene later that's all like gross and fetishism. Mm -hmm. Um, But he basically is like, he's implying that like I've come for the two things that were owed to me, the box of weapons and you. Oh, okay. I
0: I missed that part. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, Um, But there is uh, one scene where he taunts Scott Adkins by mentioning how uh, he's an orphan who was left by his mom who didn't care about him and his dad was a drunk
0: that killed himself. And And the sensei, the leader guy. Yeah, he whooshes in and overhears all this. Yeah, he whooshes in. Whoosh, and this is the point where he should he should have gone, uh, no, you're out. But this is like... Or maybe at least like yeah, ninja Yeah, this is right suspension. before the duel. I mean, you, right. th- you yeah. think you
1: have ninja suspension yeah. before you get expelled. Well, you need to put him on a ninja <laughs> like, performance improvement or, plan. Man. Right. Just or give him a ninja or, or, or like an after-school ninja special or something, you know, like detention. Right, right. But this... <laughs>
0: that actually happens right before, right before the, the duel. The duel. Mm-hmm. So like...
1: That might have been a way to settle it. Maybe I don't know. Like, but also that's a bad idea. Like here, yeah, here's the guy you hate. Work it out with sticks. (laughs) Yeah, see how that works out. That's the ninja way. It is. They
0: should have kept all the swords out of it completely. But you know, yeah, I think this guy's just a bad leader. Like he should have known this guy sucks.
1: Anyway, so Bad Ninja it leaves and of course becomes a hired assassin because that's what everybody does when they're disgraced from a martial arts school. Yes. So they yeah. become a Once you guy. have
2: learned all the ways of killing and yeah. they kick you out, then it's like, well, what else am yeah, I going to do? I guess
1: I'm just going to be that killer for hire. And yeah. he ends up working for the ring, which is basically the Illuminati. It's, it's the ultra rich white dudes in New York that are like, yeah. we make all the business decisions in the world and we can have Russian oligarchs killed and stuff like it's that. the
0: stonecutters.
2: Yeah. So also unnecessary in this movie. Totally unnecessary. Utterly unnecessary. Absolutely
1: unnecessary. No reason for it to exist in this movie. Nope.
0: It gives it gives Japanese Norman Rita something to do.
2: He doesn't even need to work for them. He can just be a gun for hire.
1: You know, it could have just been some mafia dudes. Like, I mean, the fact yeah. that this, I mean, they built a giant pagan set for no reason, really. I mean, they wasted Which their own was money. Which was awesome. It is. I mean, and probably it was from something else, uh, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah,
2: uh, I'm sure we can find a Bulgarian film movie that sure. uses that set. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you, you know, like just lean into what you have. I. It, it's just an unnecessary detail in this movie that he is working for the Illuminati, and mm-hmm. they order him off to kill a Russian oil guy because... I don't know. They're American oil guys, and it makes their stock go up, mm-hmm. right? And they do things like brand people, and just you know, general pagan yeah, type to shit. Join their pagan pro tip. Cult. Like if you're ever in a social situation and someone says we, you know, to continue, you must be branded. Leave. It's not worth it. Leave.
0: Not not usually. Like
1: that's my
2: thing with like criminal organizations. It's like let's give you something that makes you easily identifiable.
0: Right. Like you have to be really committed to that. And you shouldn't be really that committed to some sort of crime syndicate. Right. Especially as just like a, a dude. I, like you're never you are never getting back what that brand has taken from you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I just, I mean, like I have I have a line that's way before that. Like I, I go with the Groucho Marx. I would never join any organization that have be as a member. But <laughs> I'm saying like... Uh, uh,
0: you're going to have to leave then. Yeah.
1: But uh, I'm saying like if you get to a point that you have committed and they're like... Next step is branding. That's when you exit stage left or mm-hmm. right. It doesn't matter.
2: So, Illuminati, they've hired him. Mm-hmm. He kills the oligarch. There are, there are some cool kills in that scene where he uh, chucks a dart through the top of a guy's head that comes out of his chin.
1: Mm-hmm. That, but the other downside of this era is yep. CG blood. Everybody. Like the old Expendables, which I believe yep. Z- Davidson eventually had a hand in the latter ones, I believe. <laughs> I so. so. It's a lot
2: lot lot of cg blood. Yeah.
0: The cool thing is almost all of the action sequences in this are really rather good
2: mm-hmm. and
0: really rather enjoyable. Uh the, the bad part is of course the cg blood. It's it's a lot and it's unavoidable because of the era. Mm-hmm. I don't know who started that, but uh put them on the blame list for this movie.
1: No. Anyway,
2: but, yeah, but but anyway, that's really the only sin of these fight scenes. I mean, there's a there's that a and few the speed ramping and also unnecessary yeah. visual
1: effects cuz like at one point evil uh, evil ninja dude is like his sword starts spinning so fast it basically becomes a lightsaber. Yeah, saber. that's right. And it's like why? Like it's just yeah. it's got trails like Yeah,
2: it, it feels like hey, nobody's done this before, so let's just show off.
0: Kind of. Yeah. But everybody done that before. <laughs> like yeah. that's not a new thing. Cuz it just looks like him swinging a lightsaber. Yeah, know? it does. So it really, yeah. It's almost cool. I'll give it that. It's almost cool, but they just miss the mark, you know? I
1: don't I don't know if his his like 300 killing session was that's when he goes to the actual dojo, like the good guy's dojo, right? Yeah, yeah because
2: with the plot as it is is all these ancient ninja artifacts are in a box. Yeah. Like ever like since,
1: and cuz they're not actually they're not training to be ninja, it's whatever the the art around it. It's like Soke, Soki, Soke, Soka. Yeah. Soki is the, yeah.
0: um, is the leader of the, oh, is of that the school. Is yeah oh, that's the
1: guy's name. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were talking about a style of fighting. No, but, it's like a, or maybe that's, okay. I think they said you're going to be the next Soke, okay, like, you
0: know. Yeah. They've got a senpai. style okay. and it's called Something. Alright. Because I, I mean, they
1: they never refer to themselves as We're ninjas, not Ninja Scrolls. The, the opening here. Ninja Scroll, it basically says that, like, you know, Ninjutsu's been outlawed since the 1600s, and it gives us some flashback, you know, feudal style fighting samurai mm. versus ninja kind of stuff. Um, just kind of laying the brief history of ninjas out, and then mm. it's like, yeah, but they got outlawed, and now all their stuff is in this one box, and it's called the. Oh,
0: the Yoroi Bitsu. Yeah, the
1: Yoshimitsu. I right. think that's the guy from Soul Calibur. <laughs>
2: So because they're having graduation Mm -hmm. and And
1: families were invited. That's what I think is great. It's like, it's not just a ninja graduation. It's like, there's, it's not just, you know, like the ninja are there to get, like, get their Mm -hmm. diplomas or whatever. It's like, they brought family, ninja diplomas, (laughs) their scrolls. Yeah. 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 The family
2: is there to see them. They're human They're not cheap skins. They're actually just
1: made out of human skin. Uh. Yeah.
2: But they uh, they, but the bad ninja interrupts it and is like, "Hey, uh, just so you know, you should appoint me next." And he's like, "No, yeah, no, that's yeah, this that's was stupid. this was the we many years later. Like he's he shows yeah.
1: back up and he's like he's been a bad guy for a while. Yeah. He's, he's gotta... and, and this is
2: after we've seen scenes yeah. of him just murdering fuckers right. and working for the, uh, like, yeah, the Illuminati you should make guys. You, you should make
1: me the guy and give me the box. And they're like, "No, get out of here." And he's like, "All right, and you're does. gonna regret that." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then shows back up later after like Scott. They're basically like Scott Atkins and um the daughter. The daughter are like, we should get that box the hell out of here. So let's yeah. pack it up and take it to New York Namito. City.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so they Namiko. take it to New York City.
1: Yeah, yeah. Namiko.
0: And then um, basically the next day after they've sent the box to New York City. Yeah, he shows back. He up. shows up and he's like, Hey, told you I'd be back. Murder I'm time. Gonna, Give gonna me kill the box. a
2: bunch of you in the rain in slow motion with CG blood that's way too red for mm-hmm. the way that scene is lit. Yeah, it's not that hard to change the color of the damn blood. No. The worst
0: thing was, like... This was the scene I really
1: didn't like, like, because...
2: There was so much rain. And it's such a direct 300 ripoff.
0: They just needed, like, they needed half the rain and then the blood to be somewhat visible. Mm Because they were trying to make it visible and cool and contrasty. And another thing that fucked up movies for a while is Sin City.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, the, I mean, three hundred's right there, too. It's got the same Frank Miller. Occasionally, it looks like a comic book. Sometimes it looks like a film. Right. And, and that's fine. If your whole movie is styled that way. Like if you want or to, if you're good at it, you can't have your movie suddenly become an anime in the middle of like a movie that mm-hmm. hasn't been an anime. Like, you know, like right. either you either go unless it's or, kill bill. Volume one. Tarantino's movies are such a mishmash, I know, I know. you know, gazpacho of,
0: of film types. Anyway, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> a gazpacho yeah. of film types. That's our next podcast. <laughs>
2: But yes, this scene is just aping that, mm-hmm. and it's not really doing anything original or new with it, but he does get to the sensei and poisons him, has the antidote, says, "Hey, where give me the box?" And he's like, "No, yeah. I'd rather die. You need to learn that I'd rather die than help you at this point, so fuck off."
1: Yeah, then he breaks the antidote, which is that's fine. guy's gonna die. like you could just sit there and watch him die, but he's like, "No off with your head. like I don't yeah. know like why poison a dude like and then just cut his head off. I mean I don't it
2: seems like a waste. I think he was implying that he had a, a way he had not taught him of mm. how to stop the poison because he kind of implies that when he he says I never taught you this. So I think that might be
0: what that was. No, it's I never taught you this, which is like to be a giant asshole. Yeah.
1: Well, I think I think I think his line was like uh, everything you know I taught you because he's you know he's fighting him and he's just countering everything. He's mm-hmm. like he's reaching for all his gadgets because like we sh- we should mention that like now he's become modern day ninja. He's he's gone like. It's weird. Cyber ninja. He he's basically Snake Eyes, and mm-hmm. Scott Adkins is Storm Shadow, but they're reversed in terms of yeah. like because who's like, the
0: good guy? And who's yeah, the who's bad
1: the bad guy. guy? Because like he has a I call it solid Snake Eyes outfit because he's got fucking his ninja uh, mask Helmet. can become mm-hmm. you know like it has pop in uh, yeah night vision. And he's shit.
2: actually the guy on the poster, not yes. Scott Adkins. Yeah,
1: but I mean he's got you know twin uh handguns in the back i mean he's got all kinds of like modern shit on this he's mm-hmm. like half cyber commando half ninja, yeah his you know.
2: sword like it's like a snap out sword yeah. yeah
1: yeah so i mean it's like he's he's all modernized ninja and mm-hmm. uh stuff so oh, just, and that's
0: one of the things that he does is he like turns out all the lights right and he then, slices out all the candles and then he, you know he's yeah. he pulls his night vision <laughs> Waves I love that sound. Like, I don't,
1: I, I, don't know. Like, I don't. Night vision things have probably never made that noise in their nope. entire life when they've ever turned on. The first on. one
0: probably did, Maybe. and now all the rest sound like a cheap disposable camera from yes. the nineties. I
1: want, I want the sound of a flash warming up yeah, when yeah. I turn on my night vision. That's what I want. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's what. Yeah.
2: Well, just like how all mechanical doors in movies sound like the ones in Aliens that they ripped off and used in Doom, and now it's like they all have that. Everyone, whenever you think of a space door, it's going to sound like that. Same thing with with night vision. Yeah, yep. I, I know the
1: sound. Yep. Yeah, just like whenever I hear a creaky door, that's the sound from Daggerfall. I don't know if that's the original mm-hmm. sound clip format, but every time I hear it in a movie, it's like that.
2: And
1: it's like, oh, I'm like, I know that sound. Oh, yeah,
2: Well, just like the Howie scream is just, it's the Dark Forces scream. Yeah. It's not the Howie scream. Don't even try that. Right. Howie scream.
1: Who's, who's taking it? Her? It's
2: from uh, Fireproof. Or whatever the one is with Howie. Oh, with Howie, Howie Long. Long yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. I think that was the first movie that scream is in. Mm. But I believe Dark Forces came out before that, so okay. it was some kind of. It was a. It's it's a better Wilhelm though. Yeah, I, I will I, always love that scream more, and I don't know if it's just from playing Dark Forces a billion times I, or not.
1: I think it's just. I mean, it's you know the Wilhelm screams like a hundred years old at this yeah, point. I mean, yeah. it's like you know, and it's everywhere, so. Uh, anyway, so anyway, he has ninjas. he has
2: killed. The sensei. Uh. And uh, the only reason he knows how to find everything is the daughter will not stop calling. And the caller ID shows the professor's apartment where they are. Mm-hmm.
1: And the professor is. Uh, He's in a made up New York phone number because it's 212, yeah, which is the five wrong five area five. Code. Yeah,
2: <laughs> But that's that's how the bad ninja now knows to go yeah. to New York City. And he calls he calls his Illuminati buddies and says, hey, you know what I want? Get me my thing. Go and, get me and, the box. And we can only assume he's given them the professor's number. Who The professor is actually uh, Biggs from Star Wars. Is it? New <laughs> is Hope, he? yes. What's happened is, apparently, the professor makes a lot of money because he has a fucking nice-ass apartment in New York City, for
1: one, that mm-hmm. he's hosting all the men. He's also on the second floor, that's, that's how. Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: Yeah, yeah but yeah, still, that place right. is huge. It is and big, yeah. Outfit.
2: It's Yeah, for New York City, that's palatial. Mm-hmm. But he also uh, works at a... Whatever college it is, I don't think they ever identify it. But they have a nice ass vault, like like more vault than any college
1: should have. Oh, that was a, that was supposed to be the college? Yes, I assume that was like the Natural History Museum. No, or No, it was like a
2: college. <laughs> it was called Triborough University. Yeah, because the guy had a campus security badge oh. when they when they when Scott Adkins catches him at okay. the end. I mean,
1: this, he must have worked work at Indiana Jones University where they have the fucking ark in there. I shit. guess,
2: but yes, <laughs> uh, they but they have a full vault where they've put it in the vault and they haven't told anybody this. So this has all been set in place. Mm-hmm. So Illuminati has uh, a bunch of uh, Bulgarian dudes show up to murder and get murdered in matching jackets, in matching jackets, of course.
1: That's how you know they're bad guys. They yeah. have the red Dracula teeth on the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be the ring. That's their symbol on the yeah. back, which it's like, it. it's it's not a ring. It's like a ring with teeth. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, it looks like somebody's goat seeing the ring. All it's you kind see, of a cool logo. Yeah, right it's there. kind of a cool logo, but like, you know, they wear black... Motorcycle jackets mm-hmm. have, you know, their ring, but all you see is the top triangle. So you're like, ooh, bad guy. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. And those those jackets are really cool. Like, I want one of those jackets. Mm-hmm. They look fucking awesome. They're the bad guys, but whatever. They look mm-hmm. cool. Well, you, you, you know, could be
2: a bad guy. Anyway, but uh, this actually kind of begins our first real fight scene, I feel like.
1: Because
2: uh-huh. a lot of them have been like, oh, well, we're just, it's a duel or it's this uh, this ninja just murdering people but this is the first one where it's like okay you've got two other guys who i don't even know if they get names but it's them the daughter oh, right, and yeah. scott adkins and then the professor and the professor is like promptly capped like they they like
1: kick the door in and it just
2: boom, oh yeah butt. he
1: gets the um i mean he gets like the kabuki theater death cuz it's like it's oh, that's behind right. he's it splatters like yeah it, the, it's yeah he's like behind a screen and it yeah. gets splatter on the wall but they
2: trash this nice apartment and the thing that bugs me about so many of these scenes is it seems like he breaks a dude's arm or something or his leg, and then the guy just gets up and keeps fighting like without consequence at all. Yeah,
1: it, it's after they escape this, they do some running and they eventually like end up in the subway after they get mm-hmm. out of here. And there is a point where she grabs a dude's crutch, just a random bystander on the subway, and starts yeah. fighting with it because she's she's absolute dem- best which, moment
0: in the movie. Yeah, she's it's fucking awesome. Yeah, she's
1: demonstrated that like Bostaff is her skill because mm-hmm. she's mocking Scott Atkins' skill when he's practicing with it and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So like she gets this crutch and does a cool. You know, pose and all this stuff, but ends with up with the
2: end of a cr- with the the yeah. uh, the shoulder end of the crutch at the guy. Yeah,
1: and um, but ends up like getting the dude's uh, arm caught in the armhole of the crutch and mm-hmm. twist it, which it should, should practically arm. shear off. Honestly, the front of his like arm. I mean, that's the thing is like I was like, oh god, like why have I never seen anybody break somebody's limb with a crutch that is beautiful? Yeah. Like, and then like I want to make a movie where like yeah. someone does that, and then like at the end of it, they just like walk over and hand. them the crutch. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then, like, walk
2: Yeah, away. or do it on their leg or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, just
1: like, you know, at the very end, just be like, here. Yeah. And then just but but no, like, cool.
2: but yeah, but it's, it's that sort of thing that happens in that scene. Like, a, the guy clearly is like, oh my God. And there's a crunch.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But two seconds later, yeah, he's, he's back swinging her, yeah. at her and punching. And it's like, you know, we talk about like geography of fight scenes and chase scenes. But there's also continuity of chase and fight scenes Mm -hmm. where it just feels like this doesn't have the proper continuity in a lot of its scenes where it's like they've been choreographed well and people are hitting their marks. But somehow in the editing, like it got mixed up.
1: Well, even not even necessarily editing. I mean, jumping back to a scene, the assault on the the professor's apartment. Mm. One of the other two ninja students that came with him that don't have names gets shot center mass in the chest, and then still, I mean, I buy it that he dives forward and finishes stabbing one of the dudes with the gun. Yeah. But then he just gets up and starts escorting her out of the room.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's like he's been shot at least through the spine, if not the lungs. At mm. least you know.
2: <laughs> like, and he had and the, there's blood clearly on him, so yeah. it's not like a continuity error. no, no it's no, just no. like yeah. he just got up and used. Ninja adrenaline sure, or something. Yeah. To, but it,
1: it, it's
0: called ninja adrenaline.
1: But yeah, I mean, he probably gets shot again from the side protecting <laughs> her. But I mean, it's just like, dude, like, yeah. I mean, it can be tough, but like,
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, we just
2: don't see that enough. I got to say where but it's, just just like where it's somebody gets it. shot and it's just like, I'm dying, but I'm going to fucking kill you before I go.
1: I, I'm fine with that. Like I said, the first yeah. action I'm okay with, like following through and being like, I have enough strength to continue stabbing you, but yeah. getting back up and like walking her out. That's right. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. I, yeah I'm yeah. with you there. <laughs> Anyway, um, but it's
2: pretty good. They do, they and they, they end up jumping out of luckily the second story and getting out of there. Mm-hmm. He jumps over a car
0: to get away.
1: It, it he does looks it, sort of fake. I don't know what they did with that shot. It looks real, but it also looks I can't tell if it's CG or wires or a combination.
0: The car is driving slow and it's wires. It's yeah. got to be. Yeah. It looks mostly pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not but. bad.
1: I've seen worse. I've seen, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, there's like, worse I mean,
0: later on in the movie.
1: Yeah, from here they
2: go to a no-tell motel, and, uh, yeah, uh, and like, we like learn. Yeah, like the worst
1: one ever. Like, they're basically, like, kicking a John and a hooker out of a room, and then they're just like, here's your room. It's like, yeah. uh, can you at least, like, bring some Febreze in here? <laughs> yeah.
2: <Some ice> <laughs> I mean, that's that Febreze. Febreze <laughs> solves everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, that really, to me, helps sell the greasiness of the sure. place. Yeah. I guess. Because other than that, it didn't look. Like it looked like not a great hotel, but yeah. like it's not bad. But that makes it greasy.
2: Yeah, they, they, they make, take
1: the weirdest sad shower. Ever. Yeah, they
0: take the sad shower together, all closed. Like, and... yeah, it's
1: it's so bizarre. Because I mean, she's shaking. I mean, she has just seen you know, a bunch of people murdered. Which I don't know. Like you've been trained to be a ninja. Later. That's where I'm going with it. I mean, it's yeah. like maybe you haven't actually done it, but your whole life has been about the act of murdering or you know, best ways to do it. So uh, she's mm-hmm.
0: also pretty sure that uh, her father is dead. So, okay. you know, yeah. that's that's mostly why she's shaking. Cause, all right. You
1: know. I mean, she should have vision at that point. <laughs> she's an orphan at that point. But what they learn here
2: is on the TV, they are now the suspects in the murder of because course. they were seen fleeing the scene, you know, despite all the other guys with guns and the cars that were in, cr- in,
1: in a better movie, in a better continuity movie. So one of the things they do, and it's, it's one of the reasons why you would even introduce this into the plot is they... It's like the next day after they've had the sad shower and everything. Like she just gets up early in the morning. And is like, I'm going to go get coffee and s- sandwiches. I mm-hmm. you, go to a deli in New York and ask for a sandwich and I guess see what they give you. But because that's what she does. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, for um, two coffees two, and two just sandwiches. Literally two, two
0: sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah,
1: whatever yeah, they are. Um, but this guy is like part of the ring and call recognizes them and calls the bad guys on them again. But I, what I'm saying is like there should have been a reason. Like there should have been somebody. There should have been, a, like, a brief scene of, like, one of the police guys seeing the footage of them mm-hmm. get out and be like, okay, they're the suspects now. You know, like, I... Because I, yeah. it's a it's a dumb jump to conclusion of, like, why did they even know they were there? They're passports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because somebody's passports in your house, do you assume they're there? And I guess, I don't know, like...
0: The passports are there. A bunch of people are dead. dead. They're okay. gone. All right. I mean, right. I get that this isn't exactly the way that it, it probably should work out. Mm-hmm. Like, they should be persons of interest. They should be questioned, Mm -hmm. but they shouldn't be like the main suspects. It should be all of the guys in matching jackets that had guns, right? Yeah,
2: probably. But anyway, yes. Uh, What happens is she goes to order their sandwiches, and that guy's part of the ring. He calls the ring guys who show up and just start trying to kill them again. And we do hear them mention that they need to take her alive at one point. One guy does tell them, so that's why.
1: Probably because the guy secretly loves her,
0: the, the ninja dude. And he wants to find out where well, the that box too. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wants the Yoroi bits. Both the boxes.
2: Yeah. yeah, and they probably know taking Scott Adkins alive is probably
1: more difficult. Which proves true because mm-hmm. yeah, this I, is where the subway f- subway fight ends up, right? Because yeah. they basically run away from this. Like or they, he, Scott Adkins goes back up to get her sugar for her coffee and notices the guy looking shady, and is like mm-hmm. we got to go. And I mean, there's there's more running through the city yeah. bits before they get to the subway and.
2: Yeah, and the way they have her character, it kind of bothers me because it's like she's capable for the first 45 seconds, and Mm -hmm. then she just runs out of gas and then gets her ass kicked.
1: Instead of being like, yes, madam, it's more like, yes, damsel. It's like sometimes she can fight herself, but then sometimes she needs to be saved. It's so weird.
2: Well, she ends up needing to be saved basically every every scene. Hey, this girl can fight, but she can't win you know and and it just it seems to happen every scene where it's like she does she's kicking the dude's asses in the beginning and then the guy gets one hit on her and she's like oh and then is getting tossed like a fucking rag doll cuz that that stunt woman, they chuck her a lot
1: mm-hmm.
2: especially in that train fight cuz after she's one of the guys whose arm she broke who whose arm magically heals like just basically almost throws her f- through one of the
1: doors yeah yeah, after like one of those comically leaned back hits to the baby maker, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like you know does one of those like 1930s Donnie Brook punches where it's like yeah. I'm really going to lean back.
2: <laughs> yep. And this fight is fun because they use the train to mm-hmm. their you know, like, yeah, to the to the choreography yeah, it's, advantage. It's sort
1: of like the buses from Shang Chi and uh, yeah. nobody and stuff. It's like trains where the old cool confined space to pl- you know fight mm-hmm. <laughs> until they're like, what if it's even smaller? A
2: bus. Yeah, because because they're jumping through like the I don't want to say luggage rack, but like the entrance way, like the, yeah, the, the handrails, yeah, the, all, yeah. And God, he uses the handrail to swing on and just cracks a couple of the dudes. He does like a
1: weird, like almost like reverse kick off the handrails, like and then then like front kicks a guy or something. It's like
0: yeah. he grabs the handrails, flips backwards, mm-hmm. and then kicks a guy on the top of the head yeah. as he's landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good <laughs> shit. Yeah.
2: And he does defenestrate a guy uh, out one of the windows, <laughs> just as the other train is coming. And we're like, yep, it had to happen, and I'm glad it did. But then he uh he realizes the other guy is basically about to kill her, or at least he thinks. And so he's able to just get this guy, and he does a karate chop that just breaks the dude's neck, and then gets all sad about it. And I'm just like, you just chucked a man into an oncoming train. Why do you feel bad about this
0: one? Maybe he's sad about all of the people he killed. He just... <laughs> Chose that moment to finally be sad about it. He's like, be- "Oh yeah, that guy and three <laughs> others. Man, am I making poor life choices? <laughs> yes. Why did I become a ninja? Now, this is the thing that he needed to learn, though, is to be to be ruthless and mm-hmm. to you know to strike.
2: But I, I think that's the thing I like about this: is everybody feels like they're getting hit. I know so much of it is filming, okay, get this angle so he's not even close to punching him, but right. so much of it like I mean there's dudes getting kicked in the chest. There's just a lot of nah you hit that guy. Like like that guy had to have gotten hit.
1: Yeah. It, action movies are basically they tickle the same part of your brain that wrestling does, where you're like, I know this is fake, but make it look real. Yeah. That's all I want. Like, sell it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if it looks painful and isn't,
2: great. <laughs> yeah. And this scene is successful it's significantly better than like the rain fight mm-hmm. three hundred scene. Yeah. You know, like, this is like, okay, th- this is almost like from a different movie. This is so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happens is, as soon as they get off the train, yeah, they're arrested that, by yeah, the I was cops. I say, that's
1: when they're surrounded by cops. Because mm-hmm. there's really only, like, four set pieces in this movie, if you think about it. I mean, it's yeah. like, there's, like, the fight scene in the train. There's the fight at, like, the dojo. And then, like, basically, the police station. And then the final fight, you know? It's like, yeah, it's like, well, oh, I mean, yeah, there's yeah.
2: the one in the apartment. Okay, that's,
1: that's a quick one. Yeah, but yeah. it's, yeah. All
2: right, fine. Yeah, I mean, they do kind of ramp them up as they yeah.
1: go. Yeah, so they basically take into custody, you know, where suspects he goes, you know, tells a story and of course the cops are like, yeah, right. Magical murdering ninja ma- magic ninja box sure, mm-hmm. right. Why'd you kill him? And then, of course, the bad ninja. What is his name? Like, so, I have a, something to call him. Masazuka. Evil, evil Mazda. I'm going to call Masazuka. him Mazda because Mazda's better. At least it's not Italian.
0: Um. <laughs> well, he does zoom zoom into rooms. Right. You know, <laughs> so, it's more of a whoosh. But... I'm just going to
1: go with Mazda because it's fast, and um, I can say it. Uh, and it's mildly racist. So yeah. go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, uh, Mazda basically is like goes back to the Illuminati and is like confronts one of the guys who didn't ke- manage to catch him on the train or whatever. It's like, where is he? in the 54th precinct okay i'm going there and just you know it's like doing the terminator i'm going to go in the you know police station damn it Mm -hmm. all i'm going to i'm going to get those people and does the i'm going to go cut the power first he poses as their attorney which gets him in the door and then Mm -hmm. goes and cuts the power um Anyway, but like Scott Adkins, his powers out. It's like it's him. Let me go. And
2: cop's like, I'll be back, and leaves him handcuffed to the table. Mm-hmm. Her, they did not handcuff to which She jacks the cop who comes in to try, it, and they're like, "Lady, we're just trying to help you get out of here." <laughs> even though, even though she's a murder suspect,
1: a murder suspect who's just assaulted a fellow police officer, and they're like, "Hey,
2: yeah, don't do that, lady." <laughs> and, and, and a
1: person of
0: color, <laughs> and a person of color. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: sorry. Yeah, in the real world, she would have six slugs in the back, mm-hmm. self-inflicted. No, they're trying to escort her out, and of course,
1: yeah, it's I mean, Masazuka he's, yeah, shows Mas up. There. He's, he's going to kill everybody.
2: Yeah, he, and he's got his his gear back on again with his with his night vision goggles. So he does a uh, a smoke bomb, which is but basically it's a thermite where it flashbang blinds everybody. She runs away while he decides he's going to kill those cops, track her down. He catches her because she's about to fight him, and he's like, "No, don't even try that." And like I don't even think she gets to hit him once before he basically gets her in a headlock and puts her to sleep.
0: No, he's immediately got her in the in the ninja yeah, headlock, yeah. which he's, is like it's
2: like why are you bothering
0: it's not it's barely even a, a headlock it's like and it's all it's not even a sleeper hold. It's like a one thirty second Nelson mm. and just <laughs> go to sleep
2: yeah. yep, yeah, meanwhile uh Scott Atkins has ripped the table out of the floor in order to get his handcuffs off.
0: This is almost a cool scene. they work it really hard, but it's still just kind of like okay. Well, they're doing so much cross
2: cutting yeah. between him and her and uh, and Bad Ninja, so that it's kind of it kind of takes away the tension from any of them.
0: Yeah, and they show the bolts so many times that are rattling loose and like literally just loose in their in whatever they're fastened yeah. into. The whole,
1: cutting back and forth was driving me nuts.
0: <laughs> like the bolts are, are rattling; they're loose, and he's still just kicking the absolute dog shit out of it. It's like you could, in the time yeah. it's taken you, just loosen the bolts. Just kneel down and. Uh, unscrew those bolts and you'll yeah. be you'll be free. Mm-hmm. But also, yes, so many cuts of the same like rattling bolts. Yeah.
2: But the scene does end with him self-defenestrating through the mirror.
1: Yeah, through the one way
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> get out of there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he the cop the cop is convinced that it's a ninja by seeing the ninja and Scott Adkins saving his life before the other guys get killed by the ninja. And then he's basically like, I got to go after him. And they go up on the rooftop and they fight some more.
1: Oh, he well yeah, he fights briefly, but then, uh, he basically just Batman's out of there. Like, he's got a weird, like, he's, he's come prepared. Like, he's got a weird harness for her. Mm-hmm. Like, her unconscious self, he basically, like, harnesses her to the front of him. And well,
0: then, he's uh, obviously all about tying shit up. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
1: And then, then, yeah, he just, he produces a human kite. Like, yeah, he, just, yeah, just, he just, he just, it's <laughs> a wingsuit. It's yeah. a
0: Batman. It's, it's a fucking Batman. Yeah, he I'm, does, he pulls yeah. a Batman. He's
2: gotten away. Mm-hmm. Scott Adkins uh, got chucked off the roof by him because he, he really loses this fight. It's kind of you wonder why the sensei thought they were on an even level, because every time he just gets his ass handed to him by this guy.
1: Maybe because the sensei knew once he put on the special box uniform, he'd be mm-hmm. the proper ninja he needed to be. I don't know. Yeah. He knew
0: if he learned the rage from Masazuka, then he'd be better than him. And that is what bears out in the end. He learns the, the yeah. special power of the rage.
2: The real ninja was the rage
0: he learned along the way. Exactly. Spoiler yeah. alert. Scott Atkins wins.
2: But he gets away. Scott Atkins jumps to the other roof to get away, falls into a dumpster, just the opposite of graceful, cool. Yeah. graceful ninja bat suit.
1: This is where he takes and like does the Fifty Shades of Grey scene. He takes her and like, I mean, he's basically got a, a sex dojo with like one weird. I mean, it's like a it's like a stool, but it's like it's like a stool no one would have in their house. It's like a stool you'd find at like a shoe store that like the get like the clerk would sit on. It's a really weird
0: thing. No, it's one of those ergonomic chairs. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's one of the the kneeling chairs yeah. where you like oh. put your knees. Yeah, but she's all shibari roped up. Yeah, yeah.
2: The way this is filmed, this man, is yeah a guy. Yeah, take a, take
0: a rest, bro. It's filmed very gross. Like, yeah. it's almost like he's on the verge of torturing her. He gets really close. He's grabbing in her hair. There's a weird angle that she's filmed from, so she's not filmed, like, straight on. Like It's like she's turned a little bit, so she's mm-hmm. looking...
1: It's also filmed down, so she's submissive in the film shot. Right. Everything about it is gross. Yeah, so that's happening, and then he's basically... Or I think he calls, or somebody calls. He calls her, well, and then he, he answers, and he's like... I'll, I'll give you the box for her life. Meet me at 3 o'clock at the pier.
2: Yeah, because because he tracks down the dude that had, had tried to turn them in at the sandwich shop and does a sweet jump where he grabs... He's doing some cotta almost where he he jumps, grabs the uh, parallel bars and just
1: kicks this dude right in the chin, like full yeah. swing around. Yeah, the guy's trying to escape through like, the scaffolding
0: in New York. You know. And he does a backflip dismount. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous.
1: Yeah, but then he... I, I mean, not for terms of style or uh difficulty in pulling off on the fly but i think i like his move that he pulls in the illuminati headquarters even better because like he just busts in and like there's like four to six dudes that have guns the rest are just you know shriveled white guys you know mm-hmm. in in pagan cloaks and shit like the the leader dude that's like part of this temple oil or whatever the hell it is is like goes running up to the catwalk and he throws uh something i don't i don't know if it's a, he just grabs a pipe Yeah, a pipe a something yeah, he just piece throws of pipe. yeah throws him like knocks him down hitting him in the shin or whatever but then like jumps up grabs the dude's tie <laughs> like just whips him down from he, that he catwalk he grabs the hood oh that's what yeah yeah, the, yeah. yeah 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 and just whips that dude down from the catwalk onto a table it's oh, like yeah fucking wrecks him yeah and i mean this is like not a guy who's built for fighting so no. it, like it's going to hurt extra more so <laughs> like the other guys at least had training of like, mm-hmm. I can take a punch. This is just, you know, CEO yeah. bitch.
2: Yeah. But it's, it's Scott Adkins shows up and wrecks a room of 40 dudes, which I liked a lot.
0: There's a point where the guys like push a table at him and he does something cool, but I don't exactly remember what it is. Well, they're pushing him back into a wall. And
2: what he does is he jumps up, pushes off the wall with his feet, with his hands on the table, and then does almost like a breakdancing move where he brings his legs around and is able to kick them both in the face.
0: That's right. Yeah. It's a little capoeira. Yeah, yeah a little bit.
2: They're, yeah. There's just, there's some really, really
0: good moves in all of these fights. Like, yeah, there's like moves you're not used to seeing in these movies. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that reminds me of like all the Bangkok type movies where like some people are just getting fucking wrecked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're not as, they're not quite as violent, but there's a lot of similar moves where like if it happened to you in real life, you would be dead. But on your way up to heaven, you'd be like, damn, that was cool. Watching these fight scenes is really fun. Just
1: wish they were shot better,
0: that's all. Yeah. So he's found out from the CEO how to get in contact with Masazuka. And we get flashbacked, we don't know this yet, but we get flashed back to the, you know, sex dungeon. And Masazuka is knifing at her, like, I'm gonna kill you now if you don't tell me where that box is. And clever piece of sound design, or clever, like, clever piece of movie making, you hear the, mm,
1: mm, mm, mm That's a pretty good cell phone noise. Yeah, Yeah, I thought
0: so. And you don't hear it super loud, but he stops and he pulls out his cell phone and we're like, oh, that's a cell phone. And uh, that's when we get the, let's take it to the pier and fight this out.
1: Yeah, and then, I mean, it's it's weird because it seems like it's it's building up to be like almost a letdown of a scene at first because, I mean, literally he just shows up with her in hand like nobody else around and a mm-hmm. crane just starts coming down with the pallet with the box the Yoshimitsu box or yeah. whatever and uh, <laughs> um and he's just, okay and he just like pushes her away like, okay, I got the box. And then as you said, this box is like, it's not quite coffin sized, but it's someone could fit in it if they really wanted to, you know, just big enough. Scott Atkins in, would a have a hard that. time fitting in this box, but it, it was a possibility that he's going to come exploding out of the box
0: and he should have, god damn
1: it, but he opens it up the box is empty. And then you're like, well, okay, I, I know what's happening now. And then there was a. Brief tease of him gearing up beforehand, yeah. of him, you know, looking at the contents of the box, but then he shows up full, you know, 400-plus-year-old ninja outfit.
0: I'm not sure if I'm more disappointed that we didn't get a gearing up montage or that we didn't get a Scott Adkins exploding out of the box. So they fight, mm-hmm. and Scott Atkins wins. The
2: end.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, a
2: bunch of dudes show up, though. Yeah, A sure. bunch of the Illuminati
0: guys show up to get murdered. Yeah, and both like both ninja are murdering them. Both Scott Adkins and Masazuka.
1: Now, now she gets she gets back into peril again, and at some point he ends up poison darting her because like the very final thing is like, ha it's the white antidote again, and and smash. Now you can't save her. And I don't really understand this, but it's like I guess he gets sucked into the powers of the ancient uniform because it's like he almost whooshes back in time for a second and then closes his eyes and just feels where the attack is coming from because Masasuko, is that right? Masasuka? Yeah, almost. Masasuka, like he, you know, like ninja spins into disappearing. I mean, it's just like he just kind of Spins around and lightsabers his sword for a second, and then just disappears. And Scott Atkins like yeah, it's <laughs> goes into his head and, like here's the spirits of the past ninjas, and then it's just like I'm gonna close my eyes and stab backwards, and that's where he is.
0: So let me let me give this to you from the Wikipedia article oh, okay. because I didn't understand it at the time, and I still don't understand it now, even though I'm reading this these words in black and white, and sometimes blue in front of me. Uh, it says as an NYPD helicopter flashes its spotlight on the fight. Masazuka uses a ninjutsu technique to blind Casey with the reflections from his katana and disappears in front of him. That did not translate. No. Whoever wrote the movie edited the Wikipedia article to add that because that's not translated in the movie. Not at all.
1: No, I mean, his sword briefly lights up again, but then we see that he clearly just disappears. I mean.
0: Yeah. So Casey just closes his eyes and relies on his 400 years of ninjutsu clothing. Yeah, but the way it
2: plays out is just like he's got the glow, and that's <laughs> he does of, yeah. have the glow. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and bit. that's suddenly he now he can do whatever he needs to do because he has the glow.
0: He closes his eyes and stabs Masazuka, basically just yeah. like turn around stab yeah. because Masazuka has appeared behind. It's him. yeah,
1: it's like a it's like a stylized like almost like you're sheathing your sword, but you know just sort of reverse stab. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I know right where you are, and yeah, I mean it's like he wins. Yeah, it's just like the guy sort of slowly dies, and then. He goes over and is like, oh no, I can't save you. He broke the antidote. And then he flashes back to his sensei telling him that the sword has the power to kill but also the power to heal. And instead of that being like some... How it's like metaphysical shit. It's
0: just there's a secret vial of yeah, cure all an antidote just in the bat at bottom. Six hundred year old antidote yeah. <laughs> in the fucking sword that somehow works. Yeah. Um. So he just gives her that. It's like in the hilt, and then she's
1: alive. And then the guy starts to get. Matsuo starts to get back up again. This is where my problem is. Is like he literally goes over, and like does a dramatic sword raise, like he's about to ex- executioner style off of his head, and does it. And as the blade comes down, as the cut is happening, the film cuts and goes to black. It should have been the end of the movie,
0: but it's not. We get like two more minutes of yeah, De you new, know, De Dumont bullshit. That's French for
1: it shouldn't be in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I am just saying the, the, cut. The, the cut should have been the cut and the end, fucking titles. But mm-hmm. no, it's just like they go back to the school and she's sad about her dead dad and all the other yeah. dead people. And but yeah. they've got and students they mop still. up
2: the fifty bodies that dude left. Mm-hmm.
1: But they've got new students I and guess. the cops let them go. That too, yeah. yeah
2: because we need to know why they how they got back to Japan. Well, they,
0: Yeah, we did almost get a a, a crane shot finale. Yeah. Like yeah. we were robbed of the of the cut to black finale, but but we were, we almost got the crane shot, you know, crane shot in credits, but they mm-hmm. robbed us of that too. Mm-hmm. And then we got the boring ending. It lost some yeah. points there is what I'm trying to say. It did. Speaking of points, it's the end of the movie, it's time to do the ratey. Rate, rate. Ratey rate. I can go. Go. Three jocks. I think three jocks
2: it's, it's not the best movie we've seen, but I'd, I'd say, yeah, watch it. It feels so weird in that it reminds me how long we've been doing this fucking show that I'm suddenly nostalgic for something that came out after we had started the show. Oh my
0: God. You're right. Yeah. yeah we could have done this in 2009 when it was relevant.
2: Yeah. Fuck. It's weird, but, but I, but movies, even the low budget shit just doesn't look like these, this movie does anymore. Thank God. I know, Sorry. I know, but but there's something. It's it's kind of like how we've talked about how Chuck and I especially talked about Universal movies, like a movie made by Universal in like '92, '93. You know it, like you're like they sold like a certain film stock or something those the, years.
1: The Jurassic Park Ch- look, yeah,
2: just yeah. to Universal, you know, like like Evil Dead has, Evil Dead uh, Army of Darkness has it. Mm-hmm. There's like a certain look that universal filmed movies have. And it's, it's kind of like,
1: it's like, it's almost HDR film. If that makes yeah. any sense. It's like, everything yeah. is super contrasty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 But there's a, a very specific sheen that that has. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like, to me, the 2009 version of that is, is the way this movie looks where it uh, don't get me wrong, It's nothing like the universal 92, 93 sheen, yeah, but, it but it has a look that says this shit came out in 2009. <laughs> right. And there's something I like about that. and, Aside from the CG blood, I think the fight scenes in this are above average. Agree. To really good like I really like the train se-
0: sequence the train fight is excellent yeah um, I really like the Illuminati fight at the, at the temple or yeah. whatever it's like okay let's give Scott Atkins room to breathe and let him mm. really whip ass here yeah because he doesn't get that in the final fight either no he gets that's where he gets his room to be to show off what Scott Atkins can do and and I love the move when he's like
2: just
1: breaking apart the guns in the yes. middle of the fight like yes. as soon as
2: he as, as he gets a gun away from somebody he's like yanking off the chamber right? the, or slide. The, the slide or, yeah. yeah
1: but then he uses the slide as a weapon like he takes it and, <laughs> and chucks it yeah. at
0: someone else I've seen that in one other movie and it's I don't care I'd like to see it again
2: But anyway yeah three jocks for me I I enjoyed it I I it's it's not like my favorite movie I've ever watched here but I wouldn't turn it down if someone
0: asked me in 5 years said hey you want to watch ninja I'm like yeah sure why not That's totally fair I'm I don't know I feel like I'm close to three jocks but it just doesn't get over that it's not quite like I'm, I'm fairly high on this movie for as bad as it is. I think it's just the fact that it's too much of its era, and it's too cheap. Part of me feels mm-hmm. like it's the first like 20 minutes. I was like, God damn, this is the this is the the room of Bulgarian 2009 cinema, <laughs> uh, which it's is not that bad. A, which is a sentence that's never been spoken before, and I'm glad to be the first. <laughs> um, and it, it's not as bad as the room, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's made better but its sensibilities are still in that like poor filmmaking fashion mm-hmm. all of the dramatic stuff is extremely poorly done the plot itself when you whittle it down to you know just like five or six beats it's like okay yeah that could be a cool plot but then they ruin it with a bunch of garbage like the you know, like the whole Illuminati thing. They spend way too much time on it with like TV reports and they're like, it's like they decided, okay, this is what a movie has to have is a TV report of all of these Illuminati things going on. But that wastes time, which could be spent on ass kicking. What is Scott Atkins good at?
2: Uh, kicking people in the head and face.
0: Yeah. What do they try to make Scott Atkins do at several points? Act? Yeah, that's a bad thing. Like, I'm sorry, Scott Adkins, because I'm sure you listen to this podcast, because everyone does, but your strong suit is not the acting part. Your strong suit is the twirling and kicking and uh, being kicked sometimes part, and that's what this movie should focus on. That's what any movie with Scott Adkins, I think, should focus on, is the kicky part. So I'm going to give this two jocks, because Scott Adkins only has two legs for kicking.
1: He is good at being a bad guy, like him yelling racist shit at people and it man for works because like when he goes into like drills drill instructor voices, which is basically what he is in that movie, it's like, it works, but his soft spoken nature is not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't I'm saying like, you know, it's good to be racist. I'm saying it's a good character. It's a good guy. You want to see his ass beat by be. it man. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not as high cause I, I really don't, I've said my piece about Zack Snyder. I, I, I've tried maybe one day I will come back to a full appreciation Maybe I don't know. Um, like I said, part of me feels that he tainted cinemas for so long; it's it's unforgivable. But it's not necessarily his fault. It's people mm. trying to follow the what they think is the new hotness. But yeah, I, I don't care for this look. I agree. I think some of the fight scenes filmed better would be really awesome. Uh, it's just they weren't, and they're in this movie. So I, I can only give it one jocks. I mean, it's like it's. I still think it's kind of watchable. I mean, I still would say it's a it's worth a recommend. But like, barely, man. Like I I just. This is that era, I, I do not care for this era. I am not nostalgic for it at all. And I'm not necessarily uh, wholly against the Wuxi 2000 style of editing. I mean, I just, like, this style doesn't mm-hmm. work for me. Like, I yeah. I think I could still be you know, kind of nostalgic going back to watch something like Triple X, which is just, you know, 2000s extreme bullshit, yeah. you know, sucked into one movie, you know? I mean, so it's just... <laughs> well,
2: and made by a guy who's, like, 55. Right, yeah. Trying to be cool.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, so, like, I, I get... Like there's sometimes some of that wooshy editing and style is funny still, but Mm -hmm. yeah, not, not this, not the, not the Bulgarian variety, the copycat direct to video style doesn't work for me. I mean, it's just everything's so flat and video looking, you know, throughout and then, you know, mix in the low budget CG blood and. Ushi effects in the yeah. sword and stuff and it's just like that doesn't doesn't do much for me. I like I like I like Commando's uh Snake Eyes, you know, solid Snake Eyes outfit. That's cool. Um and I like his uh I don't think we even mentioned his unsafe room. He has that uh closet, his ninja closet oh, he goes yeah. to. Yeah.
2: But I'm sure there was a set designer who's like, Man, since I was a kid, I've dreamed of making a ninja fuck closet <laughs> and they got to make a ninja fuck closet.
1: I still like I said, I still think it's 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 worth recommending that you watch it, but I don't mm. I will, I will, it, it didn't offend me enough that I would like, you know, say I won't watch Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tear, is that what we are? Is that? Yes. yes. Shadow, shadow of tears a Tears in the rain.
2: Or Shadow of a Tear, I don't know. We'll Probably find out when tear. we watch
0: it next year, in, in next January. Yeah, sure, why not? Congratulations, we got three weeks of January done. I'm pretty proud of us. We went from nine deaths, to three ninjas, to one ninja. We did it. Mm-hmm. We factored nine mm-hmm. or whatever that's yeah, called.
1: Yeah, it's like the Fimper Ninja, ninja sequence. <laughs> <laughs> the Fimper Ninja sequence. Yeah, okay.
0: No. I like that. So, uh, Guess
1: what? What?
2: We have a voicemail. Really? Really? On the
1: Garfield phone hotline at 910 9263 That's nine nine one zero five Jocks bmf
0: It's my line, but yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's play it. Hey, guys. Jason from Dallas here. First time Garfield, long time listener. Uh, wanted to talk about the Three Ninjas movie and uh, got me thinking about what makes a good kids movie. Uh, what makes it stand the test of time, you know? And um, to me, for, it was a movie that doesn't treat kids like idiots, man. Like, if you could just write a good story and engage them emotionally or in the action or whatever is going on, but the Adults that are watching too love it as well. That's that's really what's going to make it a good movie all along. along. Um, examples for me would be Sandlot, Flight of the Navigator, Never in a Story. And yeah, I know you're going to say those are good movies, uh, good good movies. But maybe that's the point. I yeah. don't know. I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Uh, thanks, Burn. Talk to you later.
2: He definitely took my example. I was going to say Sandlot is one of them, but yeah, I, I think at some point uh, in the '90s, and it might be Home Alone that did it. But we went away from just telling stories that were kind of aimed at kids having an adventure, and it became more, no, you have to, like, pitch it at a six-year-old level, or it's not for them anymore. Like like Goonies. Yeah. I don't think Goonies would be made nowadays, or it would just – and I'm not the biggest fan of Goonies, but I at least appreciate the adventure aspect of it, where it's a bunch of kids going around just doing cool shit that kids want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not treated like, you know, like slide whistle sound effects and everyone farting and just stupid shit. Like, and for some, somehow, I don't know what happened where it became like, if you're doing a kid's movie, it's got to be slapsticky. It's tough because I I feel like things have become so formulaic in filmmaking and everything's so focus grouped and so dedicated to, okay, what's your target market? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now what appeals to them? Okay, now do that. No, don't do this, because that that part of them might not like this. And it just feels like it's been... Stories aren't necessarily being told anymore. It's become a a formula, and it's like, Okay, well, this is a kids' movie, so
0: this is what kids' movies do. Yeah, and I think also animation has taken over a lot for kids' media in general. I don't know... What was the last kids' movie that was like a live-action kids' movie?
2: I mean, God, like, I, I... I, would say, I can't think
1: of one recent.
2: And the thing is, I'd say Super 8, but I feel like Super 8 was not aimed at kids. No, no Super 8 is not, not a kids movie. No, that, yeah, that's
1: way too scary for kids. I mean, like, I mean, still, this is old because, like, he's long so since been a kid, but, like, Holes was a kids movie that's really good, and that's mm-hmm. from 2005. I mean, that's try Ch- yeah, try as a kid, you know.
0: 17 years ago. I know, so there I, aren't many kids yeah. movies these days, I think, that are live action. I think it's been farmed out to animation mostly, and they can just, like, they can crank those out. You also don't have to take special care of children on set because it's really difficult to have a child on set. Like mm-hmm. Because we put a lot of protections in like to protect these child actors who got ruined by their parents taking all their money and also by being overworked. So like it's a really good thing that we have all these protections, but it also mm-hmm. means that the studios are less likely to do it. They Mm -hmm. save the child actor's expense for dramas that adults are going to pay to see uh, or that somebody's going to pay to see, I guess. So I I think those two things kind of go hand in hand.
1: I mean, it's it's a shame because now I'm thinking about it. Occasionally things will come out and it seems like the role is just like, nah, um, (laughs) because Joe Wright, not Joe Wright, um, Joe Wright does Atonement shit. Who's the guy that did like uh, Attack the Block? I can't remember. Director. Anyway, Joe Carnahan. Uh, yeah, Carnahan. I don't think no, it's Carnahan. not Carnahan. Ah, shit. Yeah. Anyway, whoever that was, I think did. uh I think that's who did that. Um, the King, King and, Arthur. Yeah, one, the King right? Kid and King Arthur's Court, basically thing or whatever. It was like a modern version of that, but it's like it's pretty good. And like you know, there's just I'm saying like generally the role is like live action kids movie. Bleh. Joe Cornish. Cornish. Yeah. I knew it was a Joe, but... Yeah. Not right. I knew it was a C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, I think he did it, like, you know, that kid in King Arthur's Court or whatever it was. Or... Kid Who Would Be king. Kid. Oh, yeah, I guess it's, yeah, it's more like The Man Who Would Be King, but with kids. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I'm saying, like, there are few and far between, but, like, generally, like, the roles is just, like... But, yeah, I, I agree. I think, like, CG and animation has mostly replaced that... Because there are good kids' movies that are, like, well-written, animated things. They're just few and far between. And again, I'm now going back and, like, realizing how old some of these movies are. But, like, Monster House was, like, a really good kids' adventure movie. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be CG. Monster you know, like, Truck? Yeah, Monster, Ed, Truck. monster, yeah, that, that yeah, monster
2: like. Trucks. I really like
0: Monster Trucks. Yeah, Monster Trucks. Is that is that a kids' movie? It's I think so. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's not a young kids' movie, but it's definitely a kids' movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, they're few and far between. Animation has ruined it. Yeah. And Child labor just, practices have I, ruined it. I, I, and and there may be better ones.
2: There may be ones out there now. We're just not watching them.
1: It also probably has to do with you the know. fact that it's just so fucking expensive to go to the movies anymore that most of kids' entertainment is, like, they know they're just going to be looking at an iPad or half looking at yeah. a television. So mm-hmm. why, why bother? Because, like, their right. parents aren't going to spend $30 to take their three kids to the movies minus food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah.
0: But if you have a good kids movie, have a good recommendation, like, we're we're down to watch that. Maybe not for the podcast, but we're down to watch it, like, you know, as individuals. Get on the horn, you jabronis. Uh, call us up, 9105-JUX-BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. That's the Garfield phone, the BanffCast hotline, and that's where you can reach us uh, via telephone. If you just want to email it to us, you don't want to actually talk to us, how dare you? Uh, BMF at bmfcast.com. That's our email address. Uh, leave us a little note, and we will possibly read it on the podcast. And then uh, go to our website, which is bmfcast.com. Check us out on the socials. Join our Discord. Uh, we'd love to have you there. We have great channels. Mackie's doing this cool Topic of the Day thing, which everybody seems to be having a lot of fun with. Great job, Mackie. We're proud of you. Yeah, send me suggestions. Yeah, because he's been doing it for a <laughs> week, and he's running out of I- ideas. But no, it's a lot of fun. We we hang out all the time in the Discord and chit-chat with mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, and it's, uh, it's one of my joys lately is... Having fun. I mean, there's a bunch of nightmare shit because the world is terrible, but it still is. Yeah, and it, that will never change. But like, it's it's good to talk with with cool folks about it. So yep. check that out, uh, and also have a nice day, or else. Thanks. Not you, them.
1: Oh, I might, can I not have a nice
0: day? You can have whatever kind of day you want. I don't care. Yeah, I would just want. Just sp- I'm specifically wishing for our listeners to have a nice day.
1: Okay. Well. Let's get out of here so that they continue, can continue the rest of their nice day. Cool. All right. I'm Harlow.
0: I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Cast out.